Hi everybody, welcome to the Game Swingers Podcast. It's been a while. Yes. Um, my name is Jeremy Bradikic. In front of me, in my bionicle blanket, is June Williams. Good afternoon. And on my pillow, on my fucking couch, Gary, <laughs> to my right. Your fucking couch. What do you do here, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> He's Kerry Palmer. <laughs> Hello. Um, uh, we didn't do last month's podcast. Uh, there was scheduling issues, and we just didn't do it. We also we all, we all have jobs now. Oh yeah, we we <laughs> Jeremy and I got hired for things, which yeah. was great. At the same group interview. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but we uh, we we accidentally picked a very long game to play. Um, and we we tried to finish it, and we. Why did nobody warn us? Yeah, right. Why did no one tell us you. that Hollow Knight was, was a thirty-hour yeah. game? <laughs> I mean, we had two months this, this time, and fault. we still didn't get it done. This is I... your fault, listeners. I did not do anything wrong. That's uh, right. Anyway, if you want to listen to us talk about Hollow Knight, too bad. Too bad. <laughs> we're, we're talking about Florence today. Um, <laughs> Maybe we can do a, a one-off at some point. Or... Yeah, uh, yeah. I might talk about Florence, uh, Hollow Knight, at another point. Yeah. Um, because I really like that game. Uh, yes. Maybe so, you should write about it. Maybe I should. Where would you write about such a thing, Jeremy? Uh, I don't know, probably my Tumblr. Um, no, <laughs> I have a. We have a website. That's right. Uh, we spoke about it last time. Yes. 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 We did. Um, it is minimap.com.au. Uh, this website. This website. This podcast can be found on that website. You, you can go. also find Jeremy's <laughs> latest article on No Man's Sky Next. My only article on. Don't tell website. them that. Why? It makes us look bad. Because we look so great right now. Um, yeah, go read my article. It's about No Man's Sky. It's actually quite nice. It's called Perspective in the Universe. I like the title more than I like the article. <laughs> anyway, uh, Florence is a game uh, made by Mountains, a Melbourne studio. Carrie's laughing. Sorry, I like that sentence. Imagining... Made by Mountains. Made by Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> the earth has collided with itself to create this beautiful love story. And published it to the App Store for yeah. four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, uh, yeah, so it's on iOS and Android. Um, it is a fantastic game. It came out uh, on Valentine's Day of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and Android, I think, two weeks later? Or a couple weeks later? No, yeah. it was more than that. Was it more than that? Mm. Right. No, no more than a month or two. It doesn't it was, matter, because it's, yeah. th- it's out now on both yeah. app stores. Mm-hmm. Um, the lead designer of the game, uh, Ken Wong, worked on Monument Valley. Yeah. Um, lead designer or something like that? He was lead designer, yeah. Yes. He has cool hair. He does mm. have cool hair. Mm. Always um, colours. Mm. Yes, so... Very game dev. Yes. He shook his hand once. Right about it. Um, yeah, it was when I was at the GX uh, VIP party. Right. Mm-hmm. Right about it. Pax was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you cry? No. <laughs> A little bit? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so... Florence. Uh, so, alright, so before we get to Florence, uh, I want to give a quick rundown of why this episode is different, apart from it being late. It is a different format. We are trying a different format for the podcast, just to see what works. It might work, it might not. We figured that Florence is probably the best kind of game to try a new format because it is a short, simple-ish game with some deep elements, but nothing that will make us talk for more than two hours at all. (laughs) Again. Uh, Yes. So this new format is going to be, we are going to each bring a few things um, to the conversation that we liked about the game, 
as opposed to going through uh, each topic separately and in depth and spending too much time on it. So yeah, let us know what you think about it and let's jump right into the story. Kerry, would you like to? <laughs> I'm on the clock. Yeah, right. you're on the clock now, Kerry. Okay, so Florence is a game about a young woman named Florence Yo, who is uh, in their mid-twenties, uh, working a desk job in Melbourne, not that happy, just sort of going day-to-day, that's fine. Uh, she meets a young musician, oh, a young musician named uh, Krish, who plays the cello, very nice, and I like the music that he plays. <laughs> he plays good cello. Good cello. 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 Good cello. <laughs> Uh, they have it's a good uh, school of rock joke. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> they have a budding new romance that that they that flourishes, and you get to take them through the moments of their first kiss, and when they move in together, and when they cook food together, and brush their teeth together, and and fall and out of love and break my fucking heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've still That's got spoilers. I've still got half yeah. of the time here. Mm. Don't jump ahead. All right. I wasn't jumping ahead. I was upset. So then they start, you know, getting into routine, and it starts getting a bit. The colours get a bit greyer and they they stop interacting as much and it gets a bit sadder and then they start fighting a bit more and it's a bit sad. And then eventually, I don't remember the the reason why they break up, but they do. Krish moves out and it's sad, but in that time of uh, Florence and Krish's relationship, Florence has pushed Krish to follow his dreams and go to the Academy of Music. And he does that, and it's very difficult, but it looks like it's the right thing for him. And Krish, in turn, tells Florence to follow her dreams of being an artist. And so when she's grieving for this lost relationship, she rediscovers her love of art and finds uh, new fulfillment within this passion. And... And... And time. Minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did it. Yes, well done. I didn't take twenty minutes. You, you explained the story of Florence in two minutes. I did it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the uh, new format. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> new format. <laughs> June. What is something you specifically liked about the game Florence, or um, something that you found interesting in the story, really? or? In the game. In general? In general. Um, in general. Gonna bring this back up again because the conversations were, I think, the, the, the standout of it all, to be honest. It's like one of the main the main mechanics yeah. of mm. um, having a conversation with Krish. Um, do you have a conversation with her mum as well? Not that it's relevant. You, you, do, you do, but okay. not in the same puzzle way. Those yeah. are just, you get to pick like, no, I'm fine, or stop worrying about okay. me. Yeah. No, um, I'm not dating anyone. So, no, I'm fine. So with Krish, you have this conversation of putting puzzle pieces together and it's... Um, more of a mechanic um, than a conversation, I guess. Yeah. It sort of um, interprets it um, well. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it's not like an actual puzzle. It's more like a jigsaw. Yeah, um, and it represents... Um, how would you describe how it represents? I'm bad at this. Oh, does it sort of like translate the feeling of having the conversation? Yeah, um, and it gets easier as um, you sort of fall in more in love and then it gets harder to put the puzzle pieces together as you fall out of love or when you have a um an argument or something like that and, and, and then it actually becomes impossible to put the puzzle pieces it. together um yeah. they don't fit properly the edges become more jagged um and 
the way that they've made that mechanic without using words but still just like to be able to create a story um is one of, one of the best parts about this game i think yeah I mean, that has a lot of that throughout the entire game um whereas you know there's no dialogue in this game at all except, except for yeah no there's no, like, no actual speaking dialogue there's I mean. words under photos mm. and mm. like the words you pick when you're talking to your mum and stuff like that so like there's there's words but there's not actually like dialogue you're right but yeah. the, the mechanics of this game tell the story well enough by themselves and that's the point I think mm. yeah like you don't need to know what the exact conversation they're having um, it's more about the feeling that you get by the difficulty of putting the conversation like p- putting your Florence's specific words together in response to Krish's gets easier and harder depending on like the mood of the conversation it really is um, just like a, a basic sort of like rundown of what a conversation is yeah like what how words form in your head right mm. you take them and you put them together and you say them out loud yeah that's what the puzzle pieces is the puzzle pieces are yeah so like when it gets easier you have like at times less pieces um at times the pieces are already either pre-assembled or at least in the order you would put them in um already mm. um and it's such a clear way of describing someone's like like how comfortable it is to talk to someone like that yeah when you're in that position yeah and like the easiest things to say were actually in the arguments because that was when they would give you whole text bubbles and all you had to do was move it into the right spot yeah um and that was it's interesting because you know in a fight sometimes it's not about what you say it's just about saying as much as you can yeah um and just just being the one who is on top of the of the of the dialogue um yeah and there was that one point in the argument where you uh being florence keeps like you you, you can keep putting um more speech bubbles in before krish can reply and, yeah. and you're just doing it as fast as you can yeah there's that like seesaw like yeah. trying to yeah and like it's interesting because i was just thinking about that as we we're talking about it. you're sort of encouraged to do that prior like as the fight starts um, you're not doing it at the same time but Krish is responding really quickly like mm. you see his puzzle pieces and they're like <laughs> and it's yeah. like oh fuck you I want to be that fast you know like, <laughs> and it sort of it really well primes you for being that competitive yeah it's very interesting yeah uh, yeah is was there any more thoughts on that June like no I think so I think right covered that Kerry uh, mine's mine's a really little one um, in terms of, like, one of the things I liked the most. Um, I found it very relatable. And that's for a few reasons. One, because it's in it's a game set in Melbourne, which I loved. You know, I loved looking at the pinboard map. It's like, By oh, the I way, we live in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we live in Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you see Krish's struggle as a musician, the sort of the day-to-day trying to... <laughs> follow this pursuit that's going to be really creative but it becomes mundane it becomes routine it becomes really difficult to like Carrie, I have, you studied music right? yeah i did study music in the past so i can really relate to that on a one-to-one i, I may have dropped out but that's not neither here nor there <laughs> um but i think one of the, the the moments that really stood out to me was um the moment that uh florence first notices krish and that's when uh, she's walking down the street on Twitter and then her phone dies and so she takes off the headphones and before that moment like with the headphones on the world's quiet and then when she takes the headphones off 
she starts to hear music, which I thought was a really nice. She wasn't on Twitter, she was on Tinder. There were likes and retweets. Was it retweets? I thought it was a cross for like swiping no. No, they were retweets. I thought it was Facebook. There's it's like liking. There's, but, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's hearts and like retweet circles. Ah, I thought it was an X for. No. Right, okay. Let's just agree that it was probably LinkedIn. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> there's a dog on one of the. Anyway. Um, I would hire that dog. Yeah, right. I would super like that dog. <laughs> so. So, um, you start to hear the music, which is Krish down the road, and um, the way you move forward at that point is you tap on the yellow notes that are flying past, and like the more you do it, the, the, the louder the music becomes, and the more notes appear that you tap on, and I actually found that really enjoyable, because I started like tapping in time, and then Florence starts like floating down the street towards it, which was weird, but it was, it was cool. It's like um, when you smell a really good pie. And you're sure. going to float towards the window? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> In cartoon land. Yeah. I don't know, there was something about that that just really struck me about that moment. I really I really got into the flow of that that, that just that tiny section. Mm. Yeah. That, that was my favourite moment. That was the standout moment to me. Yeah. Um What about you? Me. Right, okay. So uh my favorite well, one of my favorite sections of the game, I think, not because I enjoyed it, because it was extremely sad, but the the section where it's just a short little bit where uh, there's a photo of Florence and Krish, mm. and it's ripped up, and you're trying to put the photo back together. This um, hurts me. I know it was like the, it was probably the saddest part of the game yeah. was there's a ripped up photo, and you're trying to piece the photo back together of a. Like, of a time when Florence and Chris were together, mm. um, and you can't put the photo back together. Yeah. Like, it simply doesn't get put back together. Yeah. Or it just floats, the pieces float away, right? Yeah, and yeah. You try to put them, put them all back, but they keep floating, floating yeah. away. It's, it's a... Like, it, it's on the nose, but it's also extremely, like, relevant to, like, what was happening. Like, it was such a... It was just it was so sad. It was yeah. so, so sad. I, I feel like there's, also, there's so many of these moments. Like, yeah. one of my favourite ones I want to talk about next is... Um, mm. I won't say it, but like the there's so many of these moments where it's so deeply relatable on um, a level that you can never you never realized you uh, you can't put into words. I guess yeah. Um, you've never realized that other people feel. I guess obviously other people feel it too, but like never realized how I don't know. I don't know relatable it is, right? Yeah, totally. Um, and and they really just hit it on the nose. And like towards the end of this game, I'm sitting like on my couch, bawling my eyes out <laughs> because like it's like. No, like yeah. I don't know. It, it's this game. This game's good, everyone. Yeah, it captures that <clears throat> magic of you know first love, where it's everything is magical, and yeah. it is like you don't want to, you, you don't ever see it going to change, and you never want it to change because it's perfect. Yeah, and then it changes. Yeah, yeah. Um, without you noticing. I, I think f- for me, more um, they really hit the nail on the head of like falling out of love mm-hmm. was more powerful than falling in love part of the story mm-hmm. um and i think maybe that's that was the point of it <laughs> yeah and even just getting in fights like similar to that photo tearing moment there's that one where you're trying to piece the photo together of them in bed um and for every th- i don't know if anyone else did this but i put the photo together and then i accidentally had it the wrong way around so that they were they were i had it so that they were facing each other but there oh was God, no tragic. there were no puzzle piece like joins on that side <laughs> so i had to put it on the, on the other side but then none of the puzzle pieces fit there either and i was like oh man what yeah 
and that you know that that's that strikes me because there's a point where you when you're in a relationship if you're sleeping in the same bed and you don't know what the other person's thinking and it could be the worst thing in the world or maybe they're just feeling as bad as you are maybe things aren't going to go well the next day or you know this is full of uncertainty and you don't yeah. know what's going to happen yeah and it's like i think one of the the ways this game captures that so well is like again just not actually having any dialogue like because yeah. any any dialogue or written words when it comes to those sections i feel like it's like a horror movie like that you know the scariest thing of in a horror movie is not seeing the monster mm. and like because your imagination is always the most extreme version of whatever that is and like in the case of this game your imagination is always the it's always like like the purest form of whatever that section would be so like you know whatever they're saying when they're on their first date and it's getting easier to converse you know it's always probably the cutest shit <laughs> and when they're you know, like, when they're not thinking about... Like, when when they don't know what each other are thinking, what each other are thinking, they... Like, you automatically assume it's the worst. Yeah. Um, and it's... I feel like having dialogue would mute that a bit. Like, it would definitely bring it down. I feel yeah. like not having dialogue also allows the player to put their own... Yes. R- relatable things yeah. into yeah. it. Um well, what I like about, I think, also why it's so powerful is um, because there is no dialogue and you're not just reading it on the screen, you're actually made to do it yourself, mm. is like, I don't know, it makes it even worse, I guess. <laughs> well, I well mean, it's stronger. Stronger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not about, like, the script, this story. It's about the feelings. Yeah. Mm. And you make those things happen by all of these really tactile interactions with the game, which put you in those moments. I think that's that's the genius of this yeah. of this game yeah um so june you already briefly touched on what you were going to say yeah it's another sad one um <laughs> what 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 really like the, the my like, i think the the bit that stood out most in this game for me was um where you're walking next to krish and it's in black and white um and nothing happened no you've got to, i think you've yeah you've got to touch the screen to tap up like keep up with him mm. <clears throat> and um the only way you can get through that section is by letting him go mm. like just not yeah. tapping the screen and letting him walk away mm. and like that in it like that in itself was the most distressing thing <laughs> I, i've ever done in a video game um and so relatable and so i don't know it's the, the, the way that they pinpointed that feeling in that tiny section of a game mm. by just touching the screen i don't know very good. And I think that's a good point too, is that all of these moments are so short. It's a 30 minute game, yeah. there's 20 chapters. None of these are more than a minute or two. Yeah. And, like, so many of them just hit home so effectively. So relatably. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So, Gary. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, um, the soundtrack in this game. Yes immaculate yes the soundtrack of this game is so gorgeous and it does the classic thing of theming the characters to an instrument so obviously Krish has got this cello um he's a he plays the cello but also when he's around like the cello is a part of the soundtrack and when it's gone it's just the piano for um florence it's so gorgeous though and the way the sound blends from scene to scene and from interaction to interaction, it's very similar to Pyre, where um, it would dip in and out, or mm. or uh, the next phase would 
as you as you went forward, the the track would uh, not always seamlessly, but seamlessly enough fade into the next thing, so that um, it just kept going with you. I really, I was it was hard. I I can't pinpoint anything about the soundtrack. Yeah, it was just very powerful, very well done, beautiful, and um, I loved that it was so prominent a feature of the game as well. You know, yeah. you know a soundtrack's going to be good when they say at the start, please use headphones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was such a... I don't know about the Hellblade soundtrack. Oh, God, no, that soundtrack's good, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was such a good backdrop, but it was so... Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to reduce it to a backdrop. It was more like it was such a integral part of the entire experience, I think, which is what a good soundtrack does. It, like, it backs everything else up. Mm but is still extremely important and still like absolutely you'd be there. you'd be missing it without it Ab- yeah absolutely yeah it absolutely would be um i went online to see um in if the composer had done any other games which i known and i actually didn't recognize like he, the the composer has done a few other games mm. um but none that i actually knew off the top of my head um, mm. which was uh, actually, a little bit surprising because I actually I was I was thinking about the soundtrack and I was thinking it's probably someone I know because it's it's just that good, right? And it turns out it's just that good, and this person seems to be that not, good. Yeah, I, like, I hope just they get recognition for that then because yes. yeah, totally. they deserve all of it. Yes, it was interesting watching the credits actually because Mountains is a team of um, or it was they've hired more people since they um, um, made this game, but uh, four people. It right? was four people for yeah. this game, um, and then they had like as many people like contractors on the music side they had like a music lead they had the comp- the composer they had um music design in terms of like fading it in getting it into the the actual music and stuff like that uh into the actual game i mean um yeah it was interesting it was it was clearly a very important part of the of the creative process yeah yes um i, I yes I, I wrote down that name specifically to give him a shout out kevin pinkin so Good on you, you did a great job. Thumbs up, Kevin. Yes. Good job, Kev. <laughs> Good on ya. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, Keva or something. But that's Kevin! Not... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Kev. We're so sorry, Kevin. Um, Thank you, Kevin. Love you, mate. <laughs> Good on ya. On your bike. <laughs> on, your, on your bike? Shake of the sauce bottle. Fuck. On your bike? On your bike means get going. <laughs> yeah, that's why I then said shake the sauce bottle. Because I realised... Shake your sauce bottle. I don't know. It's the Australian version of Shake a Tail Feather by um, <laughs> Ray Charles. Uh, what a song, right? What a good song. <laughs> Let's talk about the Blues Brothers. Let's talk about the Blues Brothers. Yeah, so one of the parts I wanted to bring up was specifically how much of a love letter this game is to Melbourne as a city. Yes. Um, uh, I love Melbourne. Mm. Um, I don't want to leave. Do you know it's not the most livable city in the world anymore? I know, I'm shattered. Mm. What is? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll clickety-clack. It's probably somewhere in New Zealand, honestly. Here I can? Yeah. Um, yeah, th- so a lot of the time, a lot of the early parts specific. what is it? Vienna. Vienna. Fuck Vienna. Uh, yes, Bastards. What have they got? UN? <laughs> 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 um... Uh, Do they have a game about them? Mm, I don't think probably. so. Probably. No, I don't think so. Uh, 
Yes, yeah, so uh, like uh, the a lot of the dates at the beginning, um, specifically uh, Melbourne places. There are Melbourne trains. Queen Victoria Market is where I, is that the, was that where their first date is? Well, the second. Oh, the second. Isn't that right. where they where they meet? No. no. Where do they meet? He's just busking on some random street. Right. Yeah. Um, even the idea of busking is a very. I mean, like a lot of cities do it also, but like it it is very well known as a Melbourne thing. Melbourne's got a pretty strong music scene. Yeah. Um, and arts in general, uh, Melbourne is pretty heavy into that stuff. So, like being like a musician and Florence wanting to become an artist, um, it's very fitting. Um, and yeah, just like I, I loved the use of like even like the map of Melbourne when they go on a bike ride. Yeah, yeah I remember. I remember doing that bit, bit and like actually looking at like every, every bit. It's like where's my house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did that too. <laughs> yeah, like and like you know recognizing Flinders Street and stuff. Like seeing all yeah. of those locations done in a such a loving way is extremely nice to see the um, thing that one of the things that got me is like one of the things in the north um section sort of around clifton hill uh the polaroid that was in that section the photo was for uh it was for krish's music friends so it was like a gig and i was like right. there there's a That's ton so of places yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah i just love the use of melbourne in, the, in this game especially like because you know like you always play games like set in new york or like you know yeah. like, like i was playing the division not too long ago and people were saying it's a very accurate representation of new york yeah yeah um, yeah and watchdogs 2 is a very accurate representation of san francisco yeah i heard a lot about that because so much of games press is in san francisco yes and so ev ev everyone who got their hands on it was like oh my god and it feels like i'm i'm heading down to the marina and blah blah blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. and like I was like, that oh. means nothing to me. I know exactly. And I was like, I, I was like, all right, I guess that's cool. Everyone keeps mentioning it. That's weird. Yeah. And then playing this, even though it's like two minutes of this entire game, I was like, oh yes, I love this. Yeah, like, <laughs> give me more of this. I, I, I think the like the one that hit me the first, the earliest was like just the look of the trains because mm. I was looking like these are just this is us like this yeah. these are our trains. They've got the the handles on the yeah. ends of the of the seats. I yeah. think that's what fucked me as well. It's like <laughs> it just makes it more fucking relatable. I know. It's like can you not? You have to hit every yeah. fucking bone in my body. And like with the with the Twitter app on the on the train, like that's so game dev, you know. <laughs> like only <laughs> living on Twitter until you you know start yeah. your job. Yeah. Uh, yeah, June next. Fe next bit. Next bit. Mm. 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 Kay, if you have one, feel free to jump in. Mm. Um, I do want to talk about the diversity. Yep. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A aside from it being a straight story, um, which is fine. Um, neither of these characters are white. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. which is excellent, and um, I think the way it portrays their cultures in um, there's a scene where when Chris is moving in, um, you see like some of his cooking stuff that you might not see in a. a Caucasian household, I guess. Yeah. yeah, like he's got a lot of um, like in lot, lot of spices, spices, yeah, spices and, um, yeah. different ways of cooking stuff, and so, same with um, Florence as well. Mm. Um, her Asian heritage, I guess. Yeah, like they eat like one of their dates is Krisha's first time eating sushi or something. Yeah, like that. and I think um, that's also another not a throwback, like another. We'll use throwback is not the right word, but like to Melbourne as well as a another big anchor. multi yeah another multi like a big multicultural city and it's mm. not you know these love stories aren't just about white people Australian white people like yeah. you know I mean obviously it's all Australian but yeah yeah and also it doesn't <clears throat> matter you know it doesn't change anything no it didn't no, change the just, story at it's all it's so lovely regardless it's just not the that's no it's no big deal because it isn't no. you know that's perfect it's yeah. great.
And correct me if I'm wrong, when Krish is moving in, there's like, is there like a little, um, uh, th th there's like a... There's a Ganesh statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what it was, yeah. um, which you can place when doing uh, the moving in section of the game. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go in front of you because I actually want to talk about that, and it fits right in, um, is the moving in little minigame and the moving out minigame, mm. like oh, such God. a like... I forgot about the moving out. Yeah, like it's it's such a good way to uh, to mirror itself. Like when like when you're moving in, you have to decide you know where you want to place stuff. Um, you know, do you want to replace you know Chris's thing with your thing, or replace Chris, your thing with Chris's thing, and stuff like that. And um, just a like you know, there's not room for two toasters. Like like that, yeah. like the whole idea of that is such a uh, relationship thing which you don't necessarily think about until it happens yeah and, and then, then you're like, after it happens you don't think about it but it's such a just a clever thing to put in a game like this because yeah. it's absolutely something you have to deal with mm. and it's um, the thing like you don't realize how much you like your toaster yeah until it's like well we can't have two toasters yeah you dill pickle yeah like, <laughs> or like two vegemite jars yes that that was the thing that got me i was like oh i guess i mean we're not keeping this one then yeah you're not gonna chuck in the bin <laughs> went to storage mm. 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 keep it for when you break up inevitably um yeah and like the also the, the idea of moving out um and the you know slow like it was I don't, I don't know if it was black and white but it was at least it, no it was, oh, it was black and white around that time where it gets sadder the game gets grayer yeah it gets um, browner and grayer and more monotone. less yellow yeah slowly putting things your things in your box mm to move out um, you know once again the music complemented that scene extremely well mm -hmm. it was a very kind of stark sad like oh yeah this is it like you know that that yeah. is the end pretty because much moving in is so that mo those moments are so colourful because like Krisha's shoes are all like multicoloured and like the Tupperware he brings is multicoloured and the and the Ganesh statue and all of the LPs and, and the, the records and the records was a big thing exactly yeah and then you you pan once you do all that you pan over to them sitting on the couch in front of the window and then when they're breaking up everything's black and white all of those all of those shelves the kitchen it's all black and white you can't tell which toaster is which because they're like grey and slightly other grey yeah um, and then when it pans over it's just Florence like in a ball on the couch and it's raining outside and it's only grey mm. I think uh, that mechanic is like a very literal way of um, making space in your life for someone else mm. and then actively taking that away again like yeah. um, once once again that's just another fucking excellent way that mechanics have been used to display that kind of emotion that you probably wouldn't get through anything else mm. and like I, I didn't do it because I know that's just not me but um in the same way that you could sort of manipulate items in that scene, could you have packed away some of Florence's things? Could you have taken Florence's stuff? You mean Krisha's? No, Florence's. As in when you're packing up? When you're, when you're moving out, because you could always move any of the things when you were moving in, mm -hmm. as you are putting some of Krisha's stuff in. So I'm just wondering whether you could have grabbed two do, toasters. Wait, do, do you move out or does Krish move out? Krish, Krish moves out. So do you mean, can you take some of your own stuff off the wall and put it in oh. storage? I don't think so. I think that was yeah. the stuff that was sort of standard. Yeah. Okay. That would be cool, though. Mm. Gives, the, gives the room... Gives the possibility for, uh, I don't know, just that 
that's spite, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, if if people felt so inclined. Did you have another part that you wanted to? I don't think so. Covered covered a lot of the sound. Mm. Um. You talk about the art style. Oh yeah, no, that's it. That's that's the moment. The the art is really incredible, and it's really simple. Hmm. Um, something that I really like about it is just that it's got really clean like line work, like borders around, let, like make up the characters and whatever. But then all the animation is really sort of like messy and sketched, or like the coloring in is really sketchy. Yeah. Um, and there's something about that art style. It's so simple, but it's so clean. But it also feels really simple like hand drawn. <laughs> What? Just keep going. Simple and yes. what? Is the way. <laughs> it's, it's what? Kingdom Hearts thing. Keep going. Oh. <laughs> Swiftly moving on. I just want to say on the podcast that I've never played Kingdom Hearts and I will never play Kingdom Hearts. Say on the podcast, oh I've played every Kingdom Hearts and I will play every Kingdom Hearts until the day I die. I am Kingdom Hearts agnostic and I will anchor this group together <laughs> so that we may sail forth into the future without further calamity. As you can all agree, simple and clean is an extremely good it's song. That's true. Keep going, Gary. <laughs> moving on. What was I saying? Oh, the art style. Yes. <laughs> it's good yes yeah it's very like I think one of the things that really stood out to me with the art style was the smiles I think oh yeah because um, the a lot of the characters positions are from the side and the smile is always just a simple curve line up like mm-hmm. a normal person would draw, draw a happy face yeah but it was so it was one of the happiest faces I've seen in like any video games, honestly. Like they were so, sweet. It, it's so sweet. It, it's, it's so sweet and it's so sincere. Yeah. Um. And going off that, a lot of the, um, the way that the characters are drawn when they're going through issues and trouble is different enough that it's extremely obvious that like oh you know not everything is right. Mm. Um including the use of colour and the use of shading and just their simple faces were just so easy to read. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And easy to like. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's also really cute that most of the scenes have them blinking like every like 10 or 15 seconds mm. or so. Just really simple. Like, and yeah. It's like, oh, they're like maybe alive, but yeah. they're not, but it's cute. <laughs> uh, June, did you have any more things to add? I don't think so. We covered all of mine. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Wow. We did that in thirty-six minutes. Wow. Record pace. <laughs> I mean, you know, slightly longer than the game plays. <laughs> yeah. Like Florence is a thirty-five-ish minute game. Mm. Um, it's well worth your time. Well worth your four dollars. Yeah, definitely. Go it's buy even this less game if you're not in Australia. Yeah. Or more if you're somewhere else. It's good. When you, yeah. Um. This is like everything I love about games. Yeah, in it's, one game, it's such a good example of show don't tell, um, because it's just like it's just right there for you to see. Mm-hmm. Like, there's it, nothing hidden. It's just all there. Yeah, it's such like um, a, a, such a good example of what games can do. Yeah. Um, that aren't just your. Uh, this is a game that like the way I describe a good game is like, would I want to show my mom this? Right. Yeah. And, right. Like, is this a game that I want? to show my mum to see to just make her see that games aren't just I don't know Call of Duty like mm. um, and this is like the epitome of that like yeah. mm. this is what games are this is this is games <laughs> <laughs> I um at the when you finish a game when you get to the end of the credits it says you know leave a review and I was like fuck yes <laughs> um, which prompted me to look at the reviews and one of them I saw was a one star review which was like what a waste of money I can't believe they charged for this 
it's basically it's just a, a YouTube video. Fuck yeah. off. Um, and I sat there thinking, it's like... Not a true like, gamer. <laughs> I was like, okay, that, that speaks to a couple of things. One, the mobile market has been um, conditioned into feeling like uh, they are entitled to a certain amount of content for very little. Yeah. Um, which is a problem that the game industry is facing. So mm. I'm glad Florence has done as well as it has. Um, but secondly, while this game does feel like you're sort of just pressing forward in like different ways, it's not a, it's not about getting from A to B. Yeah, it's not about that at all. It's about each moment and connecting with those moments with Florence and Krish together and what that, what that feels like. Yeah, especially when, like A to B, when starting this game, excuse me, is probably. What you what you were expecting was they would be together, and especially when whatever B would be the end of the game, they're not together. Mm. And it's not like a, you know, it's not it's not like the happy story. It's about the journey along the way. Absolutely. Um, and it just captures that so clearly. And a lot of like, you know, a lot of the time, mobile games are very geared towards um, time um, and. Uh, you know, like, like that's like mobile games are the largest microtransaction games, um, mm. and so having Heavy rewards, yeah, right? yeah, like re- like reoccurring games, like you know, I'm sure you can think of a million games like that on the App Store at least. And there are not many games that are story driven games like this on the App Store, and it's such a good fit for a phone too. This this literally would not work on any other platform. I mean, like, I think it could, but it's just, it's such a... It's so tactile, though. Yeah. I, I don't think it would work on, Maybe on computer. Switch. Maybe, Maybe Switch. Switch. But only because you can touch the screen. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and if it didn't have that tactile feeling, then it wouldn't give the same emotion that it did. I'd agree, yeah. Like, especially a lot of the time, you're dealing with photos, um, or you're dealing with conversations, and it's like talking to someone over, over like, a text message. Mm. Um and like I, I, I feel like that the phone like being like holding that game in your hand definitely adds to the experience entirely mm. um, and yeah like I it's great go buy it I just want to say one it. more thing that I totally forgot about um, the, the way that this game is not just about like you know you fall in love you break up that's it it's like you fall in love you break up you learn to get over it yeah and like yes, it's, it's a game about um, overcoming that as well and like how that um, like you said at the start as well not everything was the be on end all at the end like you know they both helped each other get forward in mm, their lives mm, mm. um it wasn't just like you know this thing that happened that was you know something that they regretted it was like this you know this time that they spent together that mm. meant something to both of them and still does mean something to them that yeah. actively helped um and i think that that was really important to me it's like letting someone go which i think was my favorite part like i said because yeah. it it's so important to do that and the way that they did that was excellent um, mm. and I'm glad that it wasn't just really sad when you break up the end of the game yeah you know? totally it's not like this is relationship is end goal and you have now failed end goal yeah. game over Yeah. please leave a review because that's not life like no it's not yeah. uh, the, the way that like that wouldn't be as relatable either and I think mm. it's, I don't know 10 points mountains you did good Ten story points. Um, <laughs> it's the old I, yeah, I, yeah, I know. Um, I get, I get, yeah. yeah, I. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Once again, we're we giving a rating. Ten out of ten. Yeah, yes, ten like you know. I guess I just did. Yeah. Like I mean, I don't think there's anything. Like I think it's it's such a perfect length too. There's there's no 
it's flaw in this game. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a masterpiece. I literally cannot think of anything like, that, it, that is wrong with this it, game. It, it doesn't drag, and not that I think if it was longer, it would drag, but I feel like if it was... Like, it, it didn't need to be longer. Like, no, it didn't it, have to it, stay welcome. It was clear. It was concise. It was simple. It was clean. It was the <laughs> way. Um, if I knew that song right now, I would be singing it, you, but I don't. Yeah. So you I don't won't. want to know because it will be in your head for the rest of your life. Oh, you kind of want to know it. Um, we'll, play, we'll play it after this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so um, thank you for listening to the shortest episode of <laughs> Game Spoilers Podcast we've ever done. Might be the shortest one we ever do. Still longer than the game. <laughs> still, still longer than the game. Um, what are we doing next month? Next month, we are doing a game called Donut County um, by Ben Esposito. Yes. Um, well done. And p- published by Annapurna. Anna- as, Anna- Annapurna. As was this Annapurna. game. As was this game. As was Edith Finch. Yes. Yeah. Um, what, a, what a publisher, yeah. right? They do good. You're doing good, guys. Yeah. Keep publishing those good games. Keep Annapurning. Um, <laughs> Donut County is available on PS4 iOS, yeah, coming to Mac, Android soon. Mac and Windows, yeah, and GOG. Is there a I GOG? Mean, Mac, Mac and Windows, and GOG. Yeah, okay. You play that on Mac and Windows. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. If you don't like DRM, it's there. Um, and I've heard tales of it maybe coming to Switch, but probably not Ooh. for a few months. Yeah. Um. So if if that is that if that interests you. Maybe wait, it'll be there eventually. But um, spoilers, it's a really good game. <laughs> I played it last night. Game spoilers. Yeah. Podcast. Yes. Speaking of Jeremy, where can they find this thing they've already found? You can find the Game Spoilers podcast on many different podcasting services, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Spotify. Mm-hmm. I always forget Spotify. I don't know why. Um, Would not swallow a fly. What? Don't know why I just swallowed a fly. <laughs> Please said swallow. I was like, hang oh, on. Oh, God. Um, Please cut that. <laughs> no. Uh, <coughs> you guys know that stuff. Um, Gameswallers.com. And you can find everything else that we do at minimap.com.au. Uh, recently, I put up an article about No Man's Sky Next. It's uh, a very nice article. I like it. Go read it. I had fun writing and playing that game. That game I am enjoying immensely. Um, yeah, so... What's your Twitter? My Twitter is at Obi-Wan Jez. Okay. Obi-Wan, <laughs> Obi-Wan, like the Star Wars character, Jez, like me. Yeah. Kerry, what is your Twitter? Uh, KJ Palmer underscore 24. I said that wrong last time. <laughs> did you? Did you? <laughs> I said it wrong and I went, I looked at my Twitter, I was like, okay. oh, damn it. No, <laughs> There's an no underscore one's, in there. No one's going to our Twitter. <laughs> I know. Jude, right. um, what's your Twitter account? <clears throat> Junez. J-U-N underscore E-S-S um, And you can follow us on You can also follow, follow the Game Spoilers Twitter At Game Spoilers Pod You can email us at GameSpoilersPod at gmail.com Follow Minimap on Twitter At MinimapAU And Yeah, that's pretty much it Great um, See you next month for Donut County Thanks for waiting. Thank you for listening. Thank oh. you. Thank you for waiting. Oh, and thank you to Brad for the the music that we are using throughout this podcast. Where can they find Brad? SoundCloud at Potato oh. Bake or something like that. Oh, right? something like that. Brattles. No, no, it's not Brattles. Yeah. It's like Potato Bake. We'll we'll put it in. The, we'll put it yeah. in the. the you you the can music. listen to the, um, you can listen to the music that we have, in the link below in the description. Uh, 
Yeah, thanks for listening. Good job, everyone. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom.